Yogi Berra said, and I quote, the future ain't what it used to be, unquote. In a goals-based retirement, figuring out your purpose is the starting point to have a retirement filled with happiness and joy. In today's podcast, we talk about what to do in 2024 to create goals and how to fulfill them. Stay with us. We are jam-packed. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome into Money Matters USA. Fred Sade is founder and managing director of the firm of the Sade name money matters usa fred in the financial services industry for well over a quarter of a century and holding a phd in economics from duke university here with this podcast dropping the uh, the friday before christmas so it's kind of like a christmas weekend uh fred and uh, you know i've heard a lot of those yogi Berra sayings but you got me with that one the fu- <laughs> the future ain't what it used to be yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one but uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't get over. This is number one twenty-five. Yeah, it sure is. Podcast and no one. repeats either. No, not a one. No podcast one twenty-five, and they're all available. Fred links them from his website, MoneyMattersUSA.net. So each one has a write-up, a little description of the content. And uh, some have special guests on it. We had the special uh, one-year and two-year anniversary podcast. You can just scroll at your leisure at moneymattersusa.net. Well, let's get into some things to avoid to make sure that we don't sabotage our retirement. That's the last thing we want to do. So what if, Fred, if you don't have a budget or a spending plan? Yeah, well, the the single most important thing that you can do for yourself is create a budget because without a budget you you can't really decide what you want your money to do for you in retirement you can't decide on what your what your needs are what you have to spend money how much flexibility do you have how much inflexibility uh, is there can we distinguish between needs wants and hopes, and that can only come from from budgeting. Now, for those people who are uh, playing what's my number and have some number that they have to have, you know, if for their assets, uh, then, you know, you're really backing in to, to spending. And on the other hand, for people who want a safety first approach, uh, who want to cover their guaranteed expenses, what are they? So in, in order to get control over your money, make your money do what you want it to do, not what somebody else wants it to do, not your neighbor, not your buddy at the water cooler, not your aunt, not your uncle, what you want it to do. You yeah. need to know 
what your budget is, what your spending is, what your spending pattern is, and that that is essential because you once you have that, you can commit to that budget, then everything else that you're going to do flows from that budget. You don't have a budget, you're not going to have a spending plan. You you really aren't going to be committed that this is your plan. This is the one that you've adopted. It's in writing and you have an actual plan. Without a budget, you don't have a plan. Right. Yeah, it's an integral part of that, definitely. You know, and for years I have done this, actually automated 99.9% of my payments. Um, Is it a good idea to go ahead and embrace automation of savings and debt payments? Yeah, absolutely, because, you know, once once you've got that budget in place, then you can figure out um, and add savings as an expense, so it, it's part of your of your budget. You should be you should be saving as a goal ten percent uh, of your of your income. And so far as payments go, if those are automated, including savings, it comes right off the kite off the top. And and those are your inflexibles, and and they're not adjustable. You can't do anything other than make the appropriate payments it comes right off the right off the top and then um, that you've you've taken care of debt which is very very important I can't overestimate or over uh, express the importance of, of eliminating as much debt as you possibly uh, can and, and debt has an enormous drag on your ability uh, to save. And um, get you my view, uh, and you know, there are two different views on how to deal with debt, but, but my view is get rid of the highest interest charge debt first, and that's usually going to be credit cards. And pay them off, negotiate a settlement. If you can't get there, then hire a, a debt uh, agency, budgeting agency that will help you. Uh, with that to help you negotiate uh, a, a settlement. Get get rid of that. You can always reestablish credit later, but don't do anything that's going to make it extremely difficult for you mm-hmm. uh, to sustain a, a retirement. What, what are the dangers, and we're looking at things that could sabotage your retirement and Fred's warning to avoid them. What are the dangers of supporting others at your own expense? Well, this, this, has, this has been a real issue uh, since the pandemic. And that's uh, an interesting study uh, which shows us about two of five Americans are supporting other financial, other members of their family uh, financially dur- during the past year. And this, this survey comes from the Family Obligations Across Generations survey. I, I know it's, it's very difficult to practice tough love, but, um, you know, you, you, you can't, nobody, nobody is going to lend you money to finance your retirement. They'll lend you money to buy a house, buy a condo, buy an apartment, whatever. They're not going to lend you money for retirement. So you really have to see how, what the impact 
uh, of, the, of that uh, is going to be. And then is this going to be a real loan with a payback or you're just giving them some money, making a gift for practical uh, purposes? And then is it, if you're close to retirement or you're in retirement, you know, this is money that you may not be able to recover from. You, this, you, you, you've got that finite amount of money. You, you don't have new money coming in anymore. So and this, is, this is a high wire act that you're, you're walking. It's a very, very important to be able to balance uh, how much you can give. And if you can't give or can't give much, then you have to say that I, 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 can't, I, just, can't, I just can't do this. I can't work another year. Uh, I, you know, my, my job is going to be phased out. They're letting me stay on. Uh, or, you know, I, I, even if, if I give this, then I have to work uh, part-time. I don't know what I'll be, you know, mm-hmm. a greeter at, uh, at Walmart or a bag checker, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at a department, at a department store or, or, you know, a watchman at, at some place, you know, so, uh, it just may be impossible. Uh, and you have to be honest, uh, honest about that and say, I, I just, I just cannot uh, do it. There, there's no, you'll just have to live through the, you know, the consequences. I'm just reminded of a, of a story. It's a true story. When, uh, when, when uh, Guidry, who was a great Yankee left-handed pitcher, mm-hmm. um, got himself into very serious debt. And um, he came up to see George M. Steinbrenner. And, and uh, Mr. Steinbrenner said, you know, I, I know what you want me to say, which is I'll give you the money. He said, but that's, that's not going to do it. He said, what you need to do is go back, negotiate out a settlement, and I'll help you with, 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 with the settlement to make sure you can make your payments. He said, that is more important. They will have more respect for you. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you'll have more respect for yourself. My just giving you the money is not going to change change your life or change your pattern of behavior. Well, that's exactly what happened. And, and Mr. Steinbrenner did help uh, Ron Guidry. And, um, and, and Guidry talks about this. He says it's, it's the most important lesson he ever learned in his life, uh, what, what, what uh, George M. Steinbrenner did for him. That's a great story. And uh, of course, you know, now I can't help but think of the George Steinbrenner from Seinfeld. But no, it sounds that was a, that was actually really good advice he gave him. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did that. Work, work, work it out, and I'll help you uh, when you are short. It is it made a big difference uh, in in Gidry's in Gidry's life. We we know we know we know that um, women usually when it's when it becomes necessary when they have to become a a caregiver. Uh, for family members. And it's usually an aging parent. Sometimes it could be a spouse, but more often it's an aging parent. And that's a real issue in our society because women tend to outlive men. And, and we have women who, who um, uh, live in poverty uh, because of the fact that the assets, they don't have sufficient assets or assets have been burned 
uh, because of a, a spouse's uh, illness and, and spend down to qualify for Medicaid. So if, if you think of longevity uh, for your own life, but you also if you think of health care as part of longevity, health care longevity, you know, then then you think then you're thinking about it. You're starting to think about it in a very, very different way. And you're, you're not reacting about, oh, you know, I, I, I don't need long term care. I mean, it, it's never going to happen to me. Think about it as health care longevity, what you're going to have to spend uh, as part of that aging process. Mm -hmm for yourself or for, and what what's the situation that you leave yourself uh, for your for your spouse one of the objections that I have uh, and and this is really uh, all my years uh, as, as a social security planner and I started out uh, with with an accountant's uh, you know green sheets with with those boxes uh, on them with, with an accountant's pad doing Social Security calculations uh, by hand. Well, it's too complicated now to do that. You need software. But uh, in, in those days, uh, we could do it that way. And one of the things that I found is that where people take Social Security early, uh, they're, they're, they're only worried about a break-even point. If I take it at 62, I'll break even at 60. Excuse me, at 82. If mm -hmm. I take it at 70, I'll break even at 84. That is not the issue unless you're single. I mean, you, what you really have to look at is the joint life expectancy. A, a male in good health with who's you know, reasonably affluent uh, can certainly live somewhere uh, around 84, you know, to 80. Uh, five, mm -hmm. a, a woman in good health can live anywhere up to age 94. So when you're looking at Social Security, stop worrying about that break-even point. Look at the combined longevity and the combined break-even point for both of you, and what situation are you leaving the survivor because you want the survivor to get the highest amount of income possible. I don't want to go down the road and talk about the problems with Social Security claiming and the issues uh, with the way Social Security people are trained. That's a whole other conversation. But the, but the thing that's relevant here is that you want to make sure uh, that that they that they can get the highest amount of income possible. Uh, and the other thing is this is another place where where Roth the, a Roth IRA can be very, very important because depending on your distribution pattern, you may want to leave a Roth IRA alone um, and that that combined with, with a maximum Social Security strategy for the survivor will take them through out to age 94, 95 or, or even beyond. I mean, who's to say they don't live to 96, 97, 98? They could. I mean, that, that's all within that 20% probability once they get past got a one-third probability of getting to 95, and from there, it's about over 20% that they can get out close to 100. And that's realistic. I mean, I'm not, I'm not you know, you can go back and say, well, you know, you're really pushing the envelope. Okay, 
I mean, some people uh, will make that argument, and and yeah, it's it's, it's a valid argument. You can say that uh, one will live to eighty five, eighty six. That that's that comes right off the Social Security table, so that's not off the wall, you know, at all. So I mean, uh, you know, think about this, think about this a little bit, you know, uh, uh, differently, uh, because um, I've seen a number of different surveys. And it's starting to be a little disconcerting where we have a significant number of people approaching 50% now. And I've seen some surveys that go up to 72% where people say, well, I'm going to work in retirement and I'm going to supplement my income. Well, there aren't that many jobs available mm-hmm. uh, to be able uh, to do that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we we just saw MarketWatch just had a report over the weekend uh, saying that um, about 34% of people said they're going back to work because they, they need to just to make ends meet. So that's that's my necessity. They're willing to take just about anything that they can get to get more money coming in. Now this is voluntarily and saying, well, we're gonna we're gonna put this in, uh, and and this is part of our plan. I mean, th- this is pure contingency planning. It can't be part of your budget, uh, and it cannot be. You know, this is not uh, a need want. This is a this is in the hope category. Uh, you hope to be able to get it, and if it becomes necessary, then you'll take whatever job you know you can you can get. Uh, but I, I it, it is disconcerting uh, that uh, you know that people are not uh, well prepared, and that of course inflation has just played havoc uh, with. Uh, and, and yeah, it might it, it, it shows the government is showing us it's moderating, but it's still there. Uh, so I don't think we can be overly um, uh, confident that uh, inflation's been licked yet by any stretch of the of the imagination. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you've laid out some good reasons that it certainly would pay, and it would be scary to me to try to go it alone. Uh, it would pay for many reasons to seek professional advice, and uh, and you can be unbiased. You can help remove emotion, and you can remind them of strategies they may not be aware of. Yeah, uh, look, um, you know, about 35% of, of, um, of people going into retirement or in retirement work with Work with an, an advisor. If if you if you are satisfied, if you are confident that you have control over your money, and you know exactly what your money is doing for you, and you and it and it's your plan, and it's in writing, then great. Stay with your advisor. But on the other hand, if you're not certain that you can get through retirement in the way that you want to enjoy it, have fun, then why not take a good hard look from somebody who has no ax to grind? So, I mean, if everything is copacetic, it is. If, if it's minor, we'll tell you. Right. Here, here are the two, three things that just need to be tweaked, and, and you're okay. You're off and running. Or if it's, or if it's a major problem, we'll show you what the problems are. And if you want to take it and go back to the same person who put you in the situation that you're in, go for it. If, on the other hand, you decide you want to work with us, uh, then if we have a good fit and we can work together, you're coachable, then we can we can work together. I mean, it's uh, you're, you're going to find that um, 
the unskilled investor, the, the non-professional investor, is, is emotion-driven. And this is, this is where behavior becomes so important because uh, over and over again, we see the same pattern. People go out of the market at the first drawdown, the first correction. We've had a rolling wave of drawdowns all through 2023. Uh, and, I mean, you, you, you're, you're going to be like a bouncing ball if you're go running in and out of the market constantly. And, and the unskilled person who's emotionally driven, worried about losses constantly, you know, you're going to go right to cash at the, at the first sign of, uh, of a trouble. Or you, you, you follow the crowd. So you're buying high and, uh, and you're selling low, the, the complete reverse. And, and there's no, there's, there are, the strategies are just simply following, you know, the S&P or, or the ups and downs of the Dow. Look, I mean, we, we've got seven stocks that are driving the entire, all of Wall Street. Now we're starting mm -hmm. to see a little more breath uh, than we than we had uh, all year long. But it, it's still the Magnificent Seven. What happened uh, to the other 493? Right. <laughs> I mean, if you and if you and if you look at that um, reminds me of too big to fail, you know, in many ways. Yeah. Got, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, people don't look at the uh, S&P 600. I mean, every, every you know, the, the, the pitch is on the Russell. Uh, the Russell's a problem. Forty percent uh, of the of the Russell. There's no filter. OK, 30 percent. Let me start with the 40 percent of the of the Russell companies have no earnings whatsoever. And 30 percent are ghost companies. They're dormant companies. If, if you go to the S&P 600, they have filters uh, for earnings. They have filters for zombie companies. So the, the S&P 600 is a much more uh, accurate uh, on, on in the small cap uh, arena. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm you know what you so a couple of the things you just said about finding out. I mean, because when someone meets with you, it's discovery on both of your parts. And yes. one of the things that um, Fred, you try to determine is, are they ready to retire? And if not, what do we need to address to get you there on your target date, maybe even expedite? And that's actually what we're going to cover straight ahead, highlighting several steps to take now to make sure that you truly are ready for retirement. That is coming up on Money Matters USA. We believe in better, a better way to invest a better way to serve you, and a better result. We can help you determine how much risk you're taking, red flags that could be potential problems for you, how much you're paying in fees or commissions, potential tax liability, or even how to address Social Security. Contact Fred Sade at Money Matters USA, 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. And the website is moneymattersusa.net. When you visit, please be sure to click the red light program and learn about the red light on the dashboard. That is something that uh, is Fred's, and he'll work with you on, can become yours. 
and custom implemented to make sure, first off, that you don't run out of money in retirement. They're very thorough. You can hear the podcast, too, the other 124 podcasts, and just learn about Fred and the firm. That's at moneymattersusa.net. Well, we're going to find out, are you ready? And some of the things, a few of the things that Fred looks at with you to see if you're ready to retire. And a couple of these, I can start the question with, do you have, like this one, do you have a risk profile? What would that be, Fred? Well, (laughs) that's that's an imperative to know uh, how much risk you're taking. One of the things that we find frequently is that people don't know how much risk they're taking. And if we show them uh, how much risk is in their portfolio, what would your portfolio have done if we get a repeat of 2008? How much loss, how much downside is in your portfolio? Would you lose 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 percent? How much how much down uh, would you be? So the imperative then is to see what your risk tolerance is. Now, we don't use a document created by a lawyer designed to protect the firm. We use psychometric testing. So the risk tolerance will tell us what your capacity, what your, I shouldn't say risk capacity, I'll come to that in a minute, what what your willingness is to lose money. How much money are you willing to lose before you want to throw the, throw the towel into the center of the ring? Mm-hmm. And we need to know that. Now, risk tolerance is changeable. So you can't just do this one time and say, well, it was done. Uh, every time uh, you, you're making a major change, risk tolerance, is, uh, your risk tolerance needs to be recalibrated and see where you are right now. In other words, let's say, let's say you, you have a good run and um, you're up 12%. Oh, your attitude toward risk is a lot different than if you're down 18% in the, in the market. Mm-hmm. In, one, in one case, you're going to be expansionist in your thinking. In the other case, you're going to be cautious uh, in your thinking. So it's necessary to do this. Uh, is that, we, we repeat this every couple of years. Now, the other thing is risk capacity. Risk capacity is a lot more fixed because this is, this is involved in spending patterns, goals. Uh, aspir- it's, it's somewhat aspirational, but, but it, it's translated into things that are concrete, specific, and, and measurable, and usually time-delimited, but not always. So uh, with risk tolerance and risk capacity, uh, then we, we can then create a score. In our software, the, you get a score from 0 to 100, and your portfolio gets a score from 0 to 100. So we want to see how closely uh, we can match the portfolio to your own risk tolerance or risk capacity, and we see if, if there's gap and what needs to be done to, to, get, a, to get a closer approximation between uh, how much risk is in your portfolio and how much is, uh, is, is you know, within your own uh, 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 psychometric uh, outlook. And, um, uh, and if you want to take a lot of risk, we, we, have, we have clients that we tell them take off uh, some money and put it in a separate account, uh, open up a brokerage account, wherever you want, and, and go trade. So if you if you hit the jackpot, great. You have nobody but uh, yourself to you know congratulate. And if you lose money, well, you got nobody to blame. Don't blame me. Blame yourself. 
Mm. So this is this. I mean, when when the biggest the biggest enemy, the biggest problem you have to deal with is uh, is the um, problem of losing a significant amount of money right before retirement or right at the beginning uh, of retirement. And this is called sequence of risk return is, is the name for it. But the problem that we have to worry about here is when, when you don't have fresh amounts of capital to throw in, we have to be able to husband that, that, uh, and protect that, that capital so we can prevent you from experiencing major losses. So we want to keep that loss ratio not, not to exceed 10% uh, because we know we can recover quickly uh, from small losses. Large losses are very difficult to recover from. And if you are de the portfolio dependent for your income, uh, then you may not have enough uh, breath in that portfolio to recover when the market recovers. So this risk, this whole issue of, of managing risk is vitally uh, important because after budgeting, managing risk uh, is, is the next thing that, that has to be done. And you have to see what would have happened if you had this portfolio in 2008. What happens in 2020? What's been happening the past year uh, as, as we've had these rolling corrections and drawdowns? So this is, this is necessary to get to uh, have uh, some amount of stability. I mean, you're, for some people, they, they want zero risk. Uh, other people are willing to tolerate a certain amount of risk. It's important to know how much you you want and and to be able to be be more than satisfied that you are okay to be in the position that you're in so that you can survive extended longevity both from a life perspective and from a health perspective well here's another thing too um, in what changes when you retire when we're looking at are you ready to retire things that you maybe should have considered or should now and that's what to do with your 401k yeah uh 401ks you know that's that's the big thing for congress right now you know is is to make the 401k the swiss army knife of uh hmm. you know of uh, of retirement uh, it's asking the 401k to do a lot of things that it was never designed uh, to do. And, and because the, the defined benefit pension plan is far less prevalent today than it was at one time, and it's primarily uh, for government employees. Now, there are some large companies that have uh, 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 pension plans, uh, usually dormant pension plans, uh, but uh, which means that no new money uh, goes into them, but they have to be compliant with, with, with current law. But uh, for, for most Americans, uh, you, you, really, you really have to have multiple streams of income. And, and that, that, uh, has to, that has to encourage you to look at your 401k plan uh, as a source of income to convert from uh, from this lump sum approach uh, to how do I generate income off that off that money? 
And um, for people who have several of them, uh, it, beco it becomes um, a real issue in how you manage these because you can't aggregate RMDs as you can as in, from IRAs. And um, you, you may find that uh, you want to have other investment choices that you and and um, and and maybe some other choices uh, depending on what your outlook is, you know whether or not you you want uh, to go the risk pooling uh, approach, uh, which you won't generally find it's difficult to do uh, in in a four hundred one k plan, and um, it, it's much easier to control. Also, uh, we have better ways of generating. Um, uh, tax alpha, where, where we can do very efficient tax distribution strategies. You know, um, Wade Fow in, in his uh, research has shown that that proper proper planning with with IRAs can, can increase your yield by about uh, almost half, almost almost uh, half a point. Uh, now, I mean, if you can consistently get around forty three basis points. Of, of earnings, additional earnings from uh, from from competent and appropriate tax planning. If you could do that as a fund manager on Wall Street, you know Michael Smith would be writing a book about you. You'd be mm -hmm. a hero. Mm -hmm. I mean, and this is not you know this is not getting you you know the shiny brass penny or the, or the shiny quarter or getting the latest you know doodad, uh, the latest buzzword of Wall Street. This is this is just true. Uh, appropriate tax planning, tax distribution, and income distribution uh, strategies. So, I mean, this is this is very <laughs> difficult, if not impossible, to do with 401k plans because 401k plans, as you age out in the plans, you go direct to target funds. Now, target funds serve a useful purpose. Uh, because they are designed to uh, limit your uh, your um, equity exposure, uh, and they do have a way of smoothing out uh, the the equity markets because you're you're tilting uh, more towards a more conservative and bond driven uh, approach. Now there are issues with bonds. 2023 has been the worst year in bonds uh, since uh, 1929, 1930. I mean it's just been a disastrous. Uh, year uh, for bonds. So, uh, I mean, this is something else that uh, needs to be considered, which is why so many people are using multi short surrender multi-year guarantee annuities and, and people are, are buying treasury bills. I mean, the risk-free uh, is the 90-day treasury bill. There's, there's no risk in, in that. So we measure everything uh, from that. And that also helps us in, in deciding uh, how, we, how we build uh, of the um, you know the the portfolios as well as the distribution strategy. Well, Fred is going to go over a lot with you, uh, everything that he's talked about here, plus uh, even things like where do you want to live and uh, let's do maybe even if we need to a practice run on retirement living and practice, do a test drive on that budget. All of that will come up in a comprehensive review that you can schedule. And you can do that, well, simply with a phone call, 800-593-8188. 
Uh, you can go to his website, and that's MoneyMattersUSA.net, and schedule with Fred. Definitely check out the Red Light Program tab. That's at MoneyMattersUSA.net. Well, and to everyone, to Fred, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, yes. Happy New Year, although we'll Absolutely. talk again before the new year. <laughs> yeah, uh, we will. I hope everyone has a very, very enjoyable holiday. Hope it. Uh, hope you get what you want uh, and make it the happy family time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thanks so much for making this a part of your, your holiday weekend. We hope that you'll do it again next weekend because uh, it's every Friday these come down. It's MoneyMattersUSA.net. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.